Hello, welcome back to Strange Days. This is Paul Morn speaking and I'm delighted to over the next three days be introducing you to this very important topic of emotional health. See, Jesus was asked, what's the greatest or most important commandment? And he answered, it's to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength. And you'll notice that whilst we probably understand what it means to love God with our mind and to love Him with our strength, our bodies, the, the bit about the heart, the bit about the soul is certainly quite mysterious. And it's the bit that really also becomes very important in the second commandment which Jesus gave, which was to love our neighbors as ourselves. And so we find ourselves needing to exercise maybe some parts of our bodies that we haven't thought of before, our emotions. Speaking as a man, I've been in the last eight, nine months deeply challenged by the work of Pete and Jerry Scazzero. They, they lead, um, lead churches for many years out of New York and they have produced a whole bunch of resources around emotional health. There's a book, Emotional Health, Spirituality, Emotional Health, Healthy Leadership. There are many resources and they are decades ahead of me in the journey. What I've appreciated about them is this call to slow down and increase our level of emphasis on not just uh, the thoughts we think, but the condition of our hearts and the condition of our souls. It's a call to slow down spirituality, a more focused spirituality. And this material becomes so important as we have gone through these lockdown days. If you're anything like me, you found your emotions can swing violently from one hour to the next you you hopeful you full of resources full of faith the next minute you're feeling quite despairing of the world quite powerless quite insignificant and that's all just happened in the in the space of 30 minutes depending on what article you clicked on or who you chatted to in a conversation I, i i've never quite realized just how fragile my emotional state can be as i have over the last few weeks if you're anything like me it therefore becomes quite important to roll up your sleeves at this point and ask the question, am I aware of what it means to be emotionally healthy and am I trusting Jesus to be growing me in this area? And so starting today, what I'd love to do is just arrest your attention with this call to emotional health and maybe share with you four indicators from Pete Scazzaro's work around the fact that perhaps you might not be as emotionally mature as you realize. So here are four things, four ways we can test each other. First thing, how aware are you of your emotions? If you've got a low level of self-awareness, you're not connecting uh, your physical body with your emotional state, you could be emotionally immature or suffering from poor emotional health. If you're unaware of what triggers um, set you off emotionally, have you ever stopped to review your day and to think about those moments where you were either very emotionally high or very emotionally low ever considered those it's not a it's not a inevitable outcome but as a part of a choice of part of cultivating your soul and your heart are you aware of your emotions i often found before lockdown when people asked you how are you doing you would say fine and you might say busy fine busy those are kind of the most common responses but now that we've had opportunity to slow down Aren't you finding that our conversations are going deeper? We, we almost have to explain ourselves a bit more as we've just had more time to be reading our own emotional logbooks. Will we just go back to normal-paced life as soon as this is over? No, I hope not. I hope we'll be able to still have a, have a high level of self-awareness such that when people ask how we're doing, we, we can give an answer of, of 
what's happening at a deeper soul or heart level. So first question to ask is, how's your level of self-awareness around your emotions? Secondly, have you perhaps got yourself into a situation where you don't consider your key relationships before making a decision? What do you mean? Well, perhaps you've got a new job offer. Perhaps you've been given a new opportunity to serve a church. Perhaps you've uh, been invited into a new particular group of people and you jump at the opportunity without ever stopping to think, how will this affect my spouse? How will this affect my key relationships if I'm single? If that's happening on a consistent basis in your life, you might be neglecting your own emotional health because your key relationships are very important. I often got into the trap of thinking, you know, my marriage is something that I hope to be solid, my family is something I hope to be solid, so that I can get to the really important work of of serving Jesus, of making a dent in the kingdom. All I wanted out of my relationships was just stability. When Pete Scazzaro would challenge us and say, no, the the, the relationship you have with your spouse and your family are covenantal. They, they need to be prioritized. These key relationships have to form part of your decision-making grid. And that's true also of single people who are called in this season to, to be building relationships with a diverse group of people and certainly aren't called to sacrifice all their time to, to um, missions for God before cultivating key relationships. So how are you doing so far? Are you lacking in self-awareness or emotions? And do you make decisions without considering key relationships? Those could be indicators of emotional unhealthiness. Thirdly, is your doing more activity for God more important than your relationship with God? Is your doing for God more important than your being with God? Could you find yourself in a place where... Your relationship with God is so weakened that it can't sustain the level of activity that you're attempting to do for His glory. Truth is, amazingly, that we're made in the image of God. I'm so grateful for that. He's placed eternity in our hearts. But also, the truth is that we've been made from dust. We have limitations. And we need to acknowledge those limitations and work with them in our lives such that we don't end up burning out and and blowing through all our emotional bandwidth. Rigby Wallace often used to use this phrase. He said, if, if your outflow exceeds your inflow, that shortfall will be your downfall. Let me say that again. If your outflow exceeds your inflow, that shortfall will be your downfall. But how dangerously we can tinker with this formula and say, no, it's just for a season. It's just for a short time. I know I'm digging deep, but soon we'll, on the other side, we'll be back to normal. But have you ever noticed that going back to normal, just that day never seems to arrive. But how about today recognizing Way before you're a human doing, you're a human being. And Jesus wants you to be cultivating a relationship with him first and foremost before going out and serving him. Finally then, we've heard that a level of self-awareness is important. We've heard that our, our key relationships are important. We've heard that our being with Jesus is important. Finally, do we have a Sabbath work rhythm? Do we align biblically with this principle of of six days of work and one day of full rest, of Sabbath delight, of declaring God is good and God is in control. Emotional unhealth comes when we burn the candle 24-7 and we don't adhere to the Creator's design. It's a great indicator that perhaps we've stepped out of line and we're loving God maybe with our mind and with our strength, but our souls and our hearts are struggling to keep what have we talked about? We've talked about four 
indicators. In many ways, these could be like the red flashing lights that are telling you the petrol tank is empty. They, they're telling you, are you aware of how you're doing emotionally? Are you connecting? Everything that's happening now during lockdown with, with how your heart and your soul are doing. Are you in danger of not considering key relationships as you're so focused on trying to find solutions and get things done that you don't think enough about key relationships? Are you in danger of, of just having a bias towards activity such that you never slow down enough to just enjoy God's presence? And finally, do you not follow a kind of work Sabbath rhythm where you're able to come before God's presence one in seven and rest and delight in his leadership of the world and in his goodness? If you've identified with any of these, perhaps the next couple of days as we journey together, you would want to invite God to lead you into that place of becoming a different kind of person. Lead you to that place of greater self-awareness, of valuing key relationships, of being with Him more than doing for Him and allowing that deep rest to not just impact you one day in the week, but to carry you through six other days. And so Jesus, as we journey towards understanding emotional health better, I pray that you will teach us to love you with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Amen.